Saved and Such. What's up, Saved and Such family? Welcome back to another episode of the Women's Segment. My name is Krista, and we got here with me, Marie Victoria. And welcome to another episode, episode three, y'all. What's our title, sis? The title is Be Patient, It's Coming. I like that one. I like that one because the Lord dropped a word on my spirit, and I feel like it's going to bless them. So we're going to go ahead and get into it. We're going to talk about it. Okay. So as we were just doing our little worship session, not little because big worship session, we worship a big God. (laughs) But as we were doing that, what really came to my spirit is I began to pray over everybody under the sound of my voice right now and everybody who will be watching this on playback, whatever the case may be, God had a specific word for you. And that word was to don't rush your process, to really slow down and enjoy life. You need every level that God is going to take you on. You need every experience. Nothing will be wasted. Nothing will be wasted. There is nothing that you are going to go through. There is nothing that you have not been through that God has not already calculated and figured out how it's all going to work together for a higher purpose. And so I just want to free you from the stress and the anxiety and the worry about a future that's already in the hands of a God who is intentional. what they're doing what should I be doing you know it creates a lot of stress a lot of pressure and and yeah and while that reflection or that uh yeah that reflection is insightful that can also be damaging especially if you know you are doing what you're supposed to be doing at your age or even at your maturity level or whatever at your spiritual level it can be damaging to look at other people comparison is a thief of joy and we say that so loosely but it's really true. Like, God has a, a a path for you that's not like anybody else's. It may have a, bu- a bunch of turns, a bunch of ups and downs, but at the end of the day, there's victory in the end. Yeah. 100%. When you serve God, there's victory in the end. And God's path for you is designed for you because He won't give you more than you can bear. Yeah. And so anything that you go through, you can get through because you're equipped with God's love, God's grace, and God's strength. You know what's crazy? I um, let me find a scripture. We I love that. We uh, we have an amplified version of "I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me," and it really put it into perspective the way they broke the thing down. But it really, really did because let me find it. I have to find it. That's cool. Um, well, I find it you. Yeah. Okay. So as she looks for that verse, yeah, everything she's saying is true. Like when it comes to comparison, I know how easy it is to feel like, you know, we all go through, what is it? F-O-M-O, the fear of missing out. Mm. 
We yes. all have the fear of missing out. We all have, like, we all struggle with that at some point. But when you understand that your journey is literally your journey, like, we're not saying that because it sounds cute. But when God says that I formed you in your mother's womb, he wasn't talking to you in the world. Right. It was. So, like, what is so big, like, something that I had to really expand my mind on is understanding that the relationship that I have with God sometimes feels so, like, personalized. It just feels like me and God in the world. So when I like I go out and I see other people experiencing the God that I love and I experience on a day to day, and they're like, "Hey, I have my own relationship with God, and it's so amazing." It's like you in all these places, God, at once. But it's like that's how He has a personal and intimate relationship that is particular for you and your journey and your path and how He wants to communicate with you. Like, he knows everything about you, like your entire DNA, how he created you to be, your personality type. None of that is random. The family that you were born into. And so the way that he connects to you, God talks to me like in my language. Mm -hmm. Like, I kind of got my own little language. And like, he literally will talk to me in my own language. Mm -hmm. You can't make that up nowhere else. How am I going to find that anywhere else? I'm telling you, he's the best father. He literally, people say... My sh- no, the Bible says my sheep know my voice. And another one that follow. But like for real, like me and God like that. And I see people be like, you really like you can be. No, I promise you. Like people sometimes might say, Chris, are you sure that was from the Lord? But I have like such a confidence in it because sometimes you know we can't get it wrong. I'm never gonna take that away. But there are moments where it's just like I know my Father's yeah, voice. Yeah. I am that much because I spent time in his presence getting to know his character. And so I want to give them an example real quick of just like discerning the voice of God because we know that he will never speak nothing contrary to his word. I was going through this little situation um, a couple of weeks ago and I was in the car just talking to God about it, going back and forth in my head. And I was just like, I don't, I kind of feel small in this situation. And I remember I paused and I said, God, how do you see me? And he said, I see you as an overcomer. Who did I call you to be? And it's just like, in that moment, I just got so filled. But that's connected to scripture. That's the word of God. God says that I see you as an overcomer because when those nails went into Christ and when he died on that cross and when he was risen on that third day, he overcame death. And he says that we are co-heirs with Christ and we have to understand what our inheritance actually is. And when you can understand your inheritance, you start to understand, like, his character. You start to understand, like, the things that he actually has for you. Understanding and discerning and perceiving his voice becomes a lot more clear to know what's up. You know how the enemy sounds like that. It's just straight up. It's so obvious. But sometimes it does get a little confusing when it's you and when it's God. But there's a different type of, like, God is, like, it's authority. It's a surety. It's comfort. It's straight up, like, goes back to the word. And when you spend time, another another way that I've easily come to know God's voice is when you spend time with God and you actually sit and listen for Him. He'll talk to you if you sit and listen, but you don't. He listen. You have to be still, mm-hmm. and he'll he'll talk to you. And I'm not saying you can't be physically, but your spirit has to be still and calm for God's voice to, you know, move through you. Yeah. When you spend time, just like because you know your mother's voice. You, you know your mother's voice because you spend so much time with her. Yeah. I can get on the phone and it might be a bunch of people in the room and you start talking, I know your voice mm-hmm. because I spent time with you. But when you spend time with God, you get to know his voice and what he sounds like to you because you spent time with him. 
So you can't get to know somebody you don't spend time with. That's why a relationship is so important. A personal relationship is so important. Because he may speak to you one way, he speaks to me a totally different way. Exactly. And I can't look for his voice in you That's a, yeah. for me. 100%. I have to have it for myself. 100%. I was just going to say that, like, I feel like the title is so perfect because, what did you say again? Be patient, it's coming. Be patient, it's coming. And I feel like that was such a perfect title because we have to really, like, stop and understand that God is more concerned about who you become in this process mm -hmm. than he is about the destination you end up at. Mm -hmm. Giving you the blessing and taking you there, that's slight work to God. That's easy. Mm -hmm. But renewing your mind and fixing and healing your heart and teaching you how to even guard your own heart mm -hmm. and uh, teaching you how to actually get still like how you just said to know how to perceive the voice of God for yourself we look for God in other people we look for God in content we scroll social media all day looking for the next word right. looking for going to church after church trying to figure out well what is for me what's my purpose where am I supposed to go and it's like God said that I came to make a home within you and so God wants to mature you to the place where you know how to get still. You know the importance in the prioritizing. Why prioritizing meditation is so important? Because God speaks to you concerning your life specifically to you. He said, let the mind that be in Christ also be in you. So as you elevate your frequency, as you begin to proceed on a level of faith, because your, your faith is now something that you have confidence because you got to know God. So now, not only do I know God, but I have confidence in God. And so as my confidence in God has grown, I now have faith in God. And as I'm elevated, I start to think God-like thoughts mm -hmm. concerning my own life. Mm -hmm. Knowing what to do. Discernment is not something that we just pray. God gave me discernment. It's a way of being. It's mm -hmm. a way of living. Mm -hmm. It is something that happens as you go from carnal to more spiritual. Mm -hmm. Discerning becomes natural. I begin to, When I pray for people... God gives me discernment over their life. Like I can literally see what a person is going through and have the right words to pray for them. And I'll come back and say, hey, you're going through this. And they're like, how do you know? Because in the spirit showed me. Until we mature to that place, we say, God, I want purpose and I want destiny and I want all of these things. God says, I want to lead your life. But first, I got to teach you how to be led. You know? Ew. Let me tell you something. You, you, it, it, just. 100%. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> you need to be like a, a preach. Like, I need you to speak to these people. Like, I really do. Because, I mean, you, it's, it's, it's the deposits. And it's so crazy because that's been my number one attack on me not feeling qualified to speak. And Found scripture. Found scripture. Let's go. Found it. <laughs> Qualified? Not qualified to speak. Okay, so this is Philippians 4 and 13. I can do all things. Which God has called me to do through him who strengthens me and empowers me to fulfill his purpose. I am self-sufficient in Christ's efficiency. I am ready for anything equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner peace and confidence. That confidence and that inner peace. You are like, you're not qualified. No, that's what the enemy will whisper to me. And I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I'll get in my head and sometimes, you know, I'll get like me when I when it comes to me creating and me speaking the level of spiritual warfare that I go through. But it's an attack on my identity. Mm -hmm. It's literally like a battle in my head. And so knowing how to like that scripture where he says to cast down vain imaginations mm -hmm. and those things which are good and which are true. Think on those things mm -hmm. like that's a practice. That's something that I have to train myself up in because my spiritual warfare it really comes against my identity. Mm -hmm. 
And so God will take me to Jeremiah so many different times. And I like when he's like, Jeremiah, I've called you and I've appointed you to nations. Go and speak. And Jeremiah's like, hey, no, because I got this limitation. I'm too young. I can't speak. And God says, you're going to do what I tell you to do. And I'm also going to put my words in your mouth so you don't even have to worry about what to say because when you open your mouth, it's going to be there. And he shows me that every time I pray for somebody, when he gives me the words and he shows me what's going on in their life and he's showing me like, Krista, I will put my words in your mouth. You worried about what to say when I've already gone before you, ordered your steps, figured out how it was going to happen, orchestrated it all for you. So now I have to train myself in that truth. So it's like a lot of times we get so caught up, we think that when God gives us a word, oh, we're free. Mm-hmm. No, seeds have to be cultivated. They have to be nurtured, watered, and you got to take care of it. So when God gives you a word that's going to produce breakthrough in your life, like my identity shift, I thought that I was just free. God said, no, sit in it. Mm-hmm. Continue to read the books. Continue to listen to the teaching that trains you up about how to think towards yourself. How to actually think about love and loving yourself. Like, don't come out of this place. Sit with it because you need roots. Mm-hmm. We got to have roots in whatever we do. It's not enough to be planted. If your roots aren't strong enough or deep enough, it's not sustainable. And so what God wants to do, that's why I said nothing will be wasted because we get so caught up like, oh, we got to get here. But God is saying that I want to get you so deeply rooted in who I am that wherever you go, you will be like a tree planted by living water. You will not be shaken. You will not be withered away. Nothing can shake you because I rooted and planted your identity so deeply in me. It's so embedded in you. You set so much time training yourself in this new knowledge. Nothing can shake you. And we gotta give we gotta give time for that. We gotta give space. And sometimes it'll be real. We don't know how long it's gonna take. Joseph got a dream and it took him years. <laughs> we don't know. And that's why God is saying, don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about what's to come. Don't even try to figure out what your purpose and destiny is. Live life every single day and maximize it. Be happy today. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm one of the people, and this is why I said this mm-hmm. right here to me, because I'm one of the people that's like, God, right now, right now, right now, right yeah, now. Yeah, we all talking right now. It's not going to happen. It's not going to pop. And my, my favorite scripture, Jeremiah 29, 11. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, dang, why am I drawing the right now? I already for I know the plans. For I know the plans. For I know the plans that I have for you. Plans to give you hope in the future and to prosper you. Point still stands, but it's 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 for I know the plans that I have for you because I created those plans. I put those plans in you, rooted in you. You can't run away from me because I know when I put them in you. And when he says he has plans to prosper you, it goes beyond the world stuff that you can do. Exactly. Prosper, like to prosper you for God to prosper you goes beyond the money, the worldly recognition, the glory. I want, like I want God to prosper me in heaven. I want to be prosperous in heaven. I wanna I wanna have my name there, I wanna have my assignment, my job there. Nobody goes to heaven and just sits. No. Everyone has a job. And there's different levels that we're not gonna get into that. Yes. Definitely we're not there. But I, I want to be I want to be prosperous in God and through God. I want God to get the glory from, from everything that I do, but I have to wait. And you have to allow your journey to unfold because it's a journey. God didn't just and say, and that's why He didn't tell Joseph or give them a map out of how it was going to happen. When Moses was saved and spared by the grace of God, 
in that time where they were killing the Hebrew babies. He didn't have to tell Moses, hey, you're going to live in the house with Pharaoh and you're going to be prosperous here, but then you're going to get sick of it. You're going to end up killing somebody. You're going to be so fearful because they know you killed somebody. You're going to go hide out in the wilderness ashamed and afraid. He's not going to tell you any of that because you might be like, you know what? I actually don't sign up for that. Yeah, I don't know because people, they, they think about trials and they're like, God, why am I suffering? But you're praying away the very thing that God is going to use to usher you into destiny. You got to get pressure in you because pressure is what moves you. And so like when people were like, Krista, are you heard about your breakup that you just went through? No, I got comfortable. And God had to put pressure under me to release me into what I'm doing right now. Yeah. To get me into yeah. this direction. Yeah. So I'm heartbroken in one season, but I'm, I'm laughing on the other hand. Yeah, I'm crying, but I'm laughing. They're like, why are you crying and laughing? I'm crying because I know that there's good about to come out of it. I don't know what it is, but I know that wherever there's pressure, wherever there's opposition, there's a blessing waiting for me on the other side. It's redirection. It was never about just rejection. It was always rejection into purpose. Joseph M. Wanted with the Constitutionalist Politics. Tune in for the upcoming episode for May 4. Issue, never the issue. As well as, yes, Peter Serafin, Rosemary Downer, Don Gallade, Gista the Rapper, Cy Young, Jason Perry, and upcoming Jack Hagar, Andrew Thorpe King, Trent Rock, Ed Temple, Chris Morehouse, and more. Please tune in to Constitutionalist Politics. God bless. Yeah, I always tell people pain is what births purpose. God can't God can't give you a big assignment if you've never experienced any big pain. Like you can't you can't you can't say, oh, I want to speak to the masses, I wanna I wanna do all these big things, but I've never gone through anything. Because what you're speaking about. Right. Who are you speaking to? Who are you speaking to? You can't relate to them. <laughs> like, and when people say, when I hear people say, oh, why me? Why not you? Why not you? You, you asked to be chosen. Why not you? you? You asked for it to be you, so why not you? And I have to tell myself that too. I've gotten pretty good at it, but I found myself really questioning. I don't say questioning God, God, but I found myself really asking, like, God, why, why this part of the story? Why did this have to be my reality? And it's crazy because sometimes the answers will come a year later, and then sometimes they won't come at all. And he said it right there, though. Mm. Why not? Why not? Do you not trust me? Do you not think that I have you? Do you not think that I could bring you through this, regardless of how long it's been? I'm like, I'm at work <laughs> I need to take a walk. Cause I'm like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really like in stress. Like, Lord, I'm about to graduate, and my father is not here. But he says I'm a father to the fathers. I'm a friend to the friends. Mm. And I'm just like, and that, but oh my goodness, do you see how deep that is? When we talk about God leading your life, and I know, but I just want to, I just want to make known the importance of scripture. Mm. The fact that you can even think about that, that's what comforts you. There's power in the word. And so the moment that he said, say something like that to you, your spirit quickened. Oh, oh, I'm all right. I'm going to be good. In that moment. In that, and it was so instant. And I'm just like, uh, you you really had your way with me. Like, you really did. I'm sitting here at work, distracted, about to cry, looking crazy. And you you like, why not you? Mm-hmm. You, you, you asked. 
to lead young women. You asked to be an intercessor. You asked for this. And so because I knew that you were going to ask for this at this age, I had to make you go through this at that age so that you, so that you can go through it, get through it to help somebody else. What you go through is not for you, it's for other people. Exactly. And that's, and that's what I'm, getting, I'm starting to become okay with. I go through a lot on a day-to-day basis. And I can't say this more than anybody else, but I go through some things. Mm-hmm. And when I go through big stuff, I sit and I wonder, who is this for? Mm, that's so good. Like, yeah, it hurt me, but who is this for? That's so good. There's somebody that's coming after me or behind me or next to me that needs this testimony. Yeah. So I can't sit and be sad. I can't sit and not on the back. I got to fight. Yeah. Because I'm equipped for it. God gave it to me. And he wouldn't have given it to me if he, if he didn't think or if he didn't know that I could get through it. Yeah. And so it's up to me to do the work that he already put in me. Some may ask, because it sounds so much easier said than done, but it's something that, like, we know, we've trained ourselves in this, and God has equipped us through experience to get to this point. But some may ask, so when you're going through it, how do you have that type of faith? How do you, like, what, what do you have, what's it really, like, what does that actually look like? For me, understanding that I have to understand my feelings and feel them. Yes. If I'm upset, it's okay for me to cry. It's okay for me to be hurt. It's okay for me to want to punch somebody in the face. Will I do it? No. But it's okay for me to feel how I feel. It's okay for me to go through those feelings, however they look. You have to go through those stages because it's a process. And so when I get through my process, I give God glory for bringing me through it and, and giving me the peace to even go through it. When... I feel like when you don't have enough peace in yourself to feel how you feel, you will never get through the, the root of the issue. Because you don't, you don't want to sit with it long You don't want to sit Most with it. Most people like to numb it. Because if you sit with it long enough, it's going to reveal some truths mm-hmm. to you that you don't necessarily know if you're ready to hear. But it's like, no, a lot of pain to teach you. A lot of pain to teach you. It'll show you every time. It will, like... I like that you said though, because that's literally my process, and that's why, like, when I asked you that, I knew that that was probably gonna be your answer because it's Feel real. It. Feel it. Feel it. It's like we can't. We think that oh, I'm here now, and God is like good, and it's like no, it doesn't take away the fact that we're human, and that we have real emotions, and that emotions are actually good. They're compasses. They teach us things, things that we need to like learn something from. So like when I have those moments where I get in my head or I feel attacked. Before I drop a word, people think that I just have a word. No, I either just previously went through something that produced that word or I'm about to live it out in my life. And it's like I have to make space for the feelings that come with it. Because when I make space, that's where I get the wisdom to pour out. Mm-hmm. People got you know, you got it. There's no other way around it. People, they run from it, they numb it, they, they smoke it away, they drink it away, they have sex, they try to sex it away. They try to do all of these things to get rid of the discomfort. But it's like, if you would learn how to sit with yourself, even through the discomfort, you would realize so much deeper. And what people don't realize is that when you numb it, you're creating more discomfort for yourself. Numbing it only, when you numb something, you have to keep numbing it. Mm-hmm. So you only prolong in the process. It's going to happen. You're going to feel it. <laughs> You're going to go through it. You're going to feel it. And and to me, and this may be maybe insensitive to say, but it's really not easier said than done. Like, literally, just do it. You want to cry? Cry. There's nothing wrong with it. Go and go in your room. You know, we have to be, be trying to calm people, but it's also kind of like, come on. Like, I'm just crying. Like, seriously, 
Right. And it's like one thing that you should learn by now is every time you go through a period of release, you come out on the other side. Regardless, God has shown you time and time again, no matter what you've gone through, there's a season for everything. There's a time and a season for everything under the sun. And if you would make space for the seasons for your valley moments, what feels like a valley, you would recognize the pattern of God. Every time you go low, you go higher. So it's like, just start to pay attention to the patterns. I might be here, but I'm not staying here. He said, though I walk through the valley. He didn't say, I stay here. He said, I walk through. So why are you getting stuck in it? Why are you sitting there making this your residence? Push through. He said, though I walk through the valley. I don't sit and, and pity myself in the valley. I walk through it. I endure it. And I press forward the mark of the heavenly call, which I was called to. Chosen, we say we want nations, but this, Bro, is what it looks like. this is what it looks like. I go through spiritual warfare all the time, I be attacked all the time, but I, I peep the patterns and I'm okay with it. I make peace with it, I trust God with it, and I realize that happiness is a choice. So even in the moment, I find joy in all things. I can find joy in the midst of what feels like a valley because. Is that 
when 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 they say all things are working for your good, like all things, not just the good stuff, the bad stuff too, like the the hell that you go through, that's working for you. When you, when you thought you was gonna be right, but you ended up being a baby mom. That's working for you. That's my story. <laughs> when, you, when you thought she was a girlfriend, now you ex. That's working for you. That's my story too. <laughs> when you thought she was gonna graduate this year, but she graduated next year. Yeah, I had that story too. That's working for you. <laughs> and you may not see it right now, but remember when you said that you looked back on the time in high school where you was writing to God and you was having your moments with God? Don't it feel good to look back and say, "Damn, God had me." Yes. You got me now, but you really had me then. You had me then, too. Even in the moments where I wasn't. That's why I, like, this is something that I had to really slow down. Because God had to show me, you weren't even intentional mm. in that in that season of your life. But your life was still in my hands. Mm. Your That's life good. has always been in my hands. How much more now that you intentionally walk with me? Mm. We put so much pressure because now we're aware of the thing. But it's like... We weren't even trying to, we weren't even trying to organize or trying to finesse or whatever the case may be, our steps back then. We were living mm -hmm. and we still ended up exactly where we were supposed to in this exact moment right here today. Mm -hmm. And it's like, how much further, if we would take the limitations off of God, the need to perform, the need to always feel like we have to be doing instead of just being. Mm -hmm. I want us to really elevate the way that we see purpose. And stop like, going out there trying to consume all of this content, trying to look at what the next person is doing, trying to figure out what's for your life and understand that you are purpose. Mm -hmm. Your very being is purposeful. Purpose is all around us. Purpose is in the day-to-day -day things. Purpose is a smile that you gave on the stranger, that, that you gave that stranger on the street that you didn't even realize that you kind of just talked them off the ledge. Mm -hmm. They were contemplating suicide, but because they seen your smile, something in you, your spirit resonated with them mm -hmm. that showed them that there is still light in the midst of darkness. Yeah. Purpose is also you leaving that tip for that um, server, an extra tip for that server, and you not even realizing what you just did. That was something only them and God knew, that they needed that extra bit to cover their rent or mortgage. Mm -hmm. Purpose is all around us. Purpose happens even when we don't even know that we're in purpose. But when we actually just flow with God and we flow in love, we're always going to be in purpose. We always going to be extending that extra care and compassion to a world that needs a savior. A world that's full of darkness. God says, allow your light to shine bright. Set it. What is it? The lamp that sits on top of a hill? Why? Nobody puts it out. It's supposed to shine bright. Mm -hmm. Everywhere you go, your light's supposed to shine. That's purpose. Mm -hmm. So we got to broaden, we got to extend and expand how we view purpose. Purpose is not just some self-fulfilling thing mm -hmm. of you get this and then you think that you now, you big dog. No, purpose is the care that you show on a day-to-day -day basis. And success is not, no, purpose is not defined by success. 100%. Sometimes purpose doesn't have any worldly success. And that's okay. And that's and that's something that I actually just told my mom that today. You gotta find when you when you re, when you find your purpose, you have to find a success in your purpose. Yeah. It's not just gonna automatically come. You, your purpose can not make you rich at all. But when you when you are obedient, I think that that's when the, the cash starts flowing, the money starts flowing, the, the worldly stuff starts flowing in. Because yes, you have to be, 
you know, in God's spirit and, you know, in the spirit, but you also have to be sustained on earth. Yes. And so those things come and this and this is for the people that, you know, aren't aren't there yet with their purpose or their or they still want, you know, the money and they still want the worldly stuff. And I don't see nothing wrong with that. Yeah. At all because my God tells me and this is something that I wrestle with and I've been having to heal my money mindset. The way that I view money, the way that, um, you know, I was raised to think about money and scripture has been doing that. God says that I've given you the power and the creativity and the wisdom to create wealth. And so as we begin to extend it, like actually like think, this is why I say a lot of people don't like to think for themselves. I've been doing a lot of thinking recently. And the more that I actually spend time thinking and getting alone with God, the more ideas he brings to me. When he literally says, I've given you the creativity and power, what I do with these ideas and how I put feet to them, that's on me. But God, as he said that, I've never seen the righteous begging for bread nor they see like God literally says that I want to make your way prosperous. When I see prosper, I see that my soul prospers. I see that my bank account is prosperous. I see my family is prosperous. I see prosperous all around me. And so, yeah, money can be a touchy subject, but God is literally like, we see people using the principles of God that are not of God Mm -hmm. and making millions off that stuff. And how much more if the people of God would adhere to the same principles that he has set around money and just assess, period. It's all in the scriptures and we apply it to our lives. How much more of an impact will actually kingdom men and women make instead of letting the people who don't even follow God out here running it up? (laughs) The thing about purpose, though, is that you have to be obedient. Like, you can't just... Do what you want to do with your purpose. Like, so many people do that. And yeah. then, oh, the money going to come because I'm doing what I want to do. No, do what, do what God is telling you to do. And that's when the money is going to come in. Yeah. That's when, like, he said, God has given you gifts and abilities. And those gifts will make room for you and put you in, in the presence of great men. And so, when God gives you things, gives you gifts and abilities, gives you purpose... If you're obedient, it'll put you in those rooms of great men to receive blessings in the world. And so, but you have to be obedient. Yeah. And I think that, I think that that's what, even, I think that's, that's what, that's what some people, including myself, were missing. The obedience. Like, if, 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 if a, if a girl or somebody is staring at you, your natural, your natural inclination might be, she looked, what she looked at you for but she, she might need you to smile. Just like you said. That's obedience. Yeah, if you yeah. feeling like, let me go give this girl a hug. Let me go call. Let me call this person. Be obedient to God's spirit. Because he don't put anything in you that's not for you. Exactly. Like, if God drops my own spirit, give him a call. Hey, how you doing? That could have saved their life just then. Exactly. And you don't need to know that it did. But exactly. you just know that you're obedient. And your reward will be great because you're obedient to God's voice. It's so great because I have so many, like when I tell you, I've been thinking because it's so much. Like when I think of us being the highest form of God's creation and his highest expression of intelligence, I think about the mind that he's given us. Mm -hmm. There's so much power in our mind. And you know how they say we only use 8% of our brain. Mm -hmm. And it's because a lot of people don't think. Mm -hmm. In school, we were taught how to obey we were taught how to what to think and like nobody taught us the power of thinking for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I've been like just doing a lot of thinking. So like 
I have so many mixed things that I'm waiting for God to really confirm because, yeah, it's so many ways that I see it. Like, I don't, I don't, I've taken him out of the box. I dare to believe yeah. in the impossible. I think of the Proverbs 31 woman and she's like, she about her business mm. and not just like business entrepreneurial, but like she tends to her family. Mm. She makes sure her investments are straight. Mm. She makes sure she does what she has to do to make sure that her household, it lacks for nothing. Mm. I think about how diligent she is with her hands. I think about how if God giving, has given you ideas and creativity, why let it go to waste? And so I'm like, I'm stuck between, is it um, bad to act out on the inclinations of your heart that you really do believe is a God-given thing? Or do you stay stuck in the thing of, God, I need you to confirm, I need you to confirm. Because it's like, on one hand, I don't know, I've been trying to put that together. Because I've been listening to a lot of like Sydney Trim. Mm-hmm. She's one about, she talks a lot about purpose. She talks a lot about destiny, finances. And like, she's been expanding my mind in that area so much. So, yeah, I got to sit with that more before I say anything too much. My thing with that is, though, because I'm like that, too. Like, God, tap me on my shoulder and tell me, like, right now. Like, tell me. Yeah. Yes or no. Yeah. But that's fear. Exactly. And that's what I've learned is fear. It's fear and it's anxiety because I'm like, well, I could do this and it can go very well or really wrong. But regardless, like you said, the process is the process. No matter what you do, God still has that process for you. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it is victory. And if you believe that, then whether you act on it or wait, it's gonna happen. But you don't wanna miss your mark. Exactly. And you don't and you want yes, you need confirmation and you want God, but I feel like the fact that you're asking for more is you know you know that you're supposed to be doing it, but it's the fear now. Exactly. So you don't wanna think yourself out of what God has for you. Exactly. Like you and don't want to prolong it. If if he's saying move, move. If exactly. You feel that, if you feel that that inclination, like yeah, it's time. It's go time. It's go time. Can we also say how important it is to not allow a lot of people to speak into your life? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Because God will tell you to go, and, and so somebody fear into your plan. Exactly. Like actually, with my podcast, I knew for hundred percent it was like in my spirit. God was like, it's time for you to speak again. And I went out there, and then I had somebody who I hold very dear to me. Hey, so actually, I had a word from God concerning you. You're not supposed to speak in this season. And this is like this current season right now. And it caused so much inner turmoil because in my private time, me and God locked in. Mm-hmm. Everything that I'm listening to, like I, I have certain mentors that I listen to as far as like spiritual mentors that are from afar. Everything aligns with what I'm hearing in my quiet time. And I'm like, but you're saying something different. That actually created a seed of fear where it's hindered me from marketing my podcast. And I was like, I didn't notice that till the other day. And I had to sit back and I said, wow, that one thing that he spoke over me has me being inconsistent with my own podcast because I'm always now questioning. Am I supposed to speak? Am I not supposed to speak? Should I be doing these these platforms that I'm doing right even sitting here? Or am I not supposed to be doing it? And it's like I had to realize, bro, no. I'm following God because at the end of the day, I'd rather jump head first into it and know that I serve a God who will redirect me if need be. <laughs> I'm not playing with you. I'm like, let's what's, go. what's the assignment at the end of you, though? To, to kill, steal, and destroy. Right. And so if he can use something that you're already afraid of, something that, that's already causing you stress, if he can use that, he, he's not, first of all, I'm not going to give too much credit to them, and I'm not going to take too much from him either. Exactly. 100%. He's, he's smart and dumb at the same time. Yeah, 100%. Definitely not smarter than God, but definitely dumb as well. 
Mm-hmm. He needs you to say it out loud, and if he can, and if, if you can speak about what your what your fears are, what your and what what causes your anxiety, he'll use that mm-hmm. to dismantle everything that that God is putting you. And I'm glad that you didn't let it, you know, let him do that. But he will use people that's close to you that should have your best interest to unravel and to cause you that's to why, fight within yourself. That's why it was like crazy because I'm like, well, I trust you as a man that hears from God. But I also don't trust you that you know the plans for my life because it wasn't a you and him conversation when it happened and when it was deposited in me and the times were set for me. So it's like, on the other hand... I've been learning, like, even them, no. And nobody knows the plans for your life but God. Nobody. Not even your parents. Your parents can, can want things for you, but it, what, your parents, what your parents want can be the exact opposite of what God has for you and wants for you if your parents are not in tune with God. Exactly. And so you have to, I had to make sure that the people around me were in tune with God for themselves so that they can be in tune with God when it comes to me. And so... I don't take words from everybody. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I hear you. It sounds good. But let me go to my room and talk about it. Exactly. Because what God has for me, he'll, he'll direct me how he sees fit. And if he hasn't moved me yet, then that means that that's not what he has for me. Exactly. And that's, that's, that's you speaking, not God. And you want to see another thing? Repeat what I said earlier. I said that the spiritual mentors that he's placed in my life that I knew they were spiritual mentors for this current season of my life because they spoke what I heard in my quiet time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't go out into the world seeking a word. I go first to like, that's what happened. Things happen. We run to people. We make that mistake all the time because, you know, we want, we want to actually hear an audible voice. But when we know how to go sit in the presence of God, get in that secret place and know how to actually dwell there, not just visit there, but dwell. And we actually like, okay, God, what are you saying? God will confirm it, how he confirms it. Then he'll give me a word. I can go out. And then the mentors, like, this is why I trust them. They speak what I hear in my private time. I don't go to them looking for a word. They validate the, the word, word that was already given. Yes. I'm not praying. God is so intentional. He's so intentional, not just with your path, but with who who he puts in. He's intentional with who he puts in your way. Mm-hmm. He's intentional with He's intentional with who he has supporting you because he knows that those people are a part of the process. That story you just told about your whoever that, that was trying to deter you, mm-hmm. that's a part of your process. Yeah. And that's a part of the testimony that you that you have to deliver for people that's listening to the wrong voices outside of God. Yeah. And it's and like you said earlier, it's hard to tell. But when you really locked in with God, you're gonna be able to Discern who's who and what's what. Exactly. Well, this was a good episode. I like this one. I hope you guys. I know I've seen it. I've seen it. I hope you guys were able to get something from this episode. Make sure you go ahead and. What did we do? Like, like, comment, subscribe, all of that good stuff. It's on all streaming platforms. Let us know how you feel about it. It's what yes. Talk to us in the in the comments. Talk to us in the chat box. All that and all that. Follow us on social media. Krista dot Victoria M A R E B I C T O R I A. He's actually. He's our girl scout.